This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. All the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talent Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert, and we got little Mr. Tough Guy, Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing uh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know how, how I've uh, evaded the title for all my leaf slander throughout the season, but I'll take it. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, Wednesday night, halfway through the week already. Second night without hockey. You know, it, w- it was nice to have Tuesday off. You have a nice, nice, nice relaxing evening. But, you know, get Nancy again tonight, and we'll have uh, hockey kicking off on uh, Thursday and Friday. Well, hockey's been taking time off, but I sure haven't. Um, Tuesday night, big battle between the Nuggets and the Lakers. Huge win there. Had a 21-point lead in the third quarter. Fucking uh, terrible showing in the fourth. Uh, Jokic was covered pretty good by uh, Hachimura, but uh, thankfully won the game at the end um, thanks to some some dumb uh, Lakers shit. Uh, and then today, uh, Champions League. Okay, yesterday I had the Inter Milan, Milan, the Milanese derby. I have Inter Milan at 50-1 to 1 and 40-1 to 1, and an Italian team to win the Champions League at 17-1. to 1. But unfortunately today they're... They 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 uh they're gonna go against uh Man City who who totally dominated Real Madrid so uh I'm looking to hedge that but the, unfortunately Man City are gonna be like minus 400 minus 500 so uh I'm gonna have to like fucking hedge minus that minus big number with uh, the Lakers or something to uh, get something out of that because uh, it's not looking good for Inter but it, at least I have something to hedge with maybe maybe some Panthers. Because uh, they would be really fucked if if uh, if they won that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good for Inter. I, I love it that they're in the final once again. Um, and I fucking hate Man City too. So yeah, yeah, I'm in a good position there. But it just sucks because they're like they're like massive dogs for the final. So it's hard to hedge. So I, I got like round robin some shit. Maybe a little, some Lakers and Panthers, a bit of Knights. I don't know. But uh, it's it's just a little bit of. Um, Personal portfolio management, if you can call it that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a brutal brutal year for soccer for me. But uh, at least I, I've got this to hang on to. And and who knows, Inter could pull up the massive upset and beat Man City. Not counting on it, but uh, fucking hope they do. Go ahead, Dallin. So when I do it, it's hedging, and when you do it, it's personal portfolio management. Yeah, because you you fucking hedge like every fucking during the game. I don't. This is a hedge. I made that like a year ago. It's a new market during the game. Yeah, but I'm at the, I make massive these, these massive bets. Okay, I've got like massive money on this shit. 
okay, so obviously I'm going to hedge a little bit. I got to get something out of it. Like 40 to 1, 50 to 1, 17 to 1. I got to get something out of it. It's not like just some random, I'm, I'm betting this game here and there, whatever, like random uh, single unit bets. This is a, this is real fucking money, man. Um, that's the difference. Uh, like it, it's, it's not a good bet. I admit that. It's a hedge. That's a pure hedge. It's not a good bet. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mass and money line, right? You don't want to come out with fucking nothing when you have all this uh, equity built up. Value is value. You got to take it when you can. All right. Well, speaking of value is value, I I wasn't really listening, but there's tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Everybody, I, I'm doing good if anybody wants to know. I don't know. I've, I've had a rough go today. I've been cooking up and boozing. I put together a fucking plant show, fucking a day off for Christ's sake. So, but I chose to do all this stuff, so it's on my own accord. Uh, won a lot of money on the ponies today. Hell yeah. That's, that's Hell pretty yeah. good, too. Okay. Is uh, the Kentucky Derby got you going? Honestly, man, like I'm back into it. You, you know what? Like I, I was really big into it. And I was a bit younger, and then I dropped off a bit, and then I've been fucking just gambling on ponies every goddamn day. <laughs> it's been a blast, bro. Absolutely you know what? That, you know what that is? Because they won't let you bet on the KHL anymore, right? <laughs> exactly. It's not even just KHL. <laughs> So need something to pass the vice. And you know what I always call? And we're getting to this time of year, and I don't want to bring it up, but I, my my girlfriend, my loving girlfriend, she calls it seasonal depression. It's the time between the NHL and the NFL in the offseason where there's just nothing to bet but fucking golf. And so, you know, I feel like the ponies are going to be my savior this year. I'm getting back into it. Uh, anyways, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast every website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, we got an NHL playoffs. Boys, we're in the semifucking finals. It's going to be sick. Uh, NBA playoffs. I'm sure there's lots of stuff going on there. Uh, F1, we had a canceled race due to a bunch of fucking Italian nerds not being able to swim, apparently. Uh, what else is going on? Golf. We got the fucking, we got a major coming up. I haven't even looked into this, and this shit tees off tomorrow, so I'll be talking more about that in the Discord later. Uh, I don't know. Baseball. Ryan, what's going on in the world of baseball? Any updates here or what? Uh, no, baseball's still going along very smoothly here. Yeah, glad to hear. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. Talent's going to be on uh, Scheffler and Rom. I, I'm yeah, on Rom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on those two, are you fucking dumb? But we'll have a couple other guys in the mix, too. They they both have had uh, fine turnouts over the past couple of weeks, but nothing too crazy. We'll get into that later. Uh, anyways, we tons will? of stuff going on. You won't, but in the Discord. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to say... Apparently, I can't say I'm drunk anymore because I just get carved for that. But I have indulged to a couple very nice barley, wheat, alcohol beverages over the past couple hours on my day off. But anyways... Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's going to be tons of stuff going on in the world of sports uh, as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Always popping off. Double uh, IHF. There's been a lot of people asking about Double IHF. You know this, and uh, it, it's been it's been okay. We're about 500, but not, not not by too much. But that's still okay, man. Anyways, get your ass in the Discord. Lots of stuff going on. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's having a great time. I'm sure it'll be uh, ramped back up uh, for game one on Thursday. And make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. All right, boys. We're going to talk a little bit here about the fucking playoffs. And you know why? Because there's only four teams left in the playoffs here. For the Eastern Conference, who do we got? We got the Florida Panthers against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, current odds for the series. I should have had this pulled up. I don't have it. Do you guys have it? Uh, I believe Carolina is minus one thirty, and the Panthers are plus one fifteen. 
right, well, here we go again. Florida Panthers are <laughs> underdogs. Obviously not as big as the bird going into other series here. But, uh, man, I know you guys might think otherwise on this one, but I'm all in on Florida. We talked about this a little bit on uh, two shows ago last time we were all together here. Um, Carolina, I know they don't primarily have the star-studded value, at least on their healthy roster that we talked about when you could talk about the Leafs or the Bruins and compare them to that nature. But this is still a team that scores by driving the puck, by headmanning the puck, by being hard on the forecheck and trying to have possession. Possession is key. Now, what do we know about the Florida Panthers? They say you can have all the fucking possession you want. It doesn't mean shit. This team just comes out. They capitalize on opportunities. They score off the rush. They score off turnovers. And you know what? If Bobrowski's playing the way Bobrowski can play, then hell yeah, I'm all in. Give me the Panthers to win this series. I think, what was it, plus 115? I'm absolutely all over the Panthers here. Yeah, I I, I see that argument. I see the Panthers, you know, that had a surprised the, the Bruins, surprised the Leafs again. Now they're coming in here, and, and you don't want to be surprised by them. So you see the value on them, a plus 115. But, you know, you may have missed the boat on them because this this Hurricanes team, I think, is built for the playoffs. We've said it all year long. They played great, responsible hockey. They're going to continue to do that throughout the playoffs. Uh, I think they've lost one or two home games in the playoffs. That's it. And they only lost one game last series. They bounced back pretty good with Ron Prendemore uh, with a 6-1 win there in New Jersey. So, I'm all over the Canes in this series. It's uh, minus 135 right now on DraftKings, but you can shop around there to find a better line. But still, minus 135 is good. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Hurricanes here, I think, you know, it could could be a long series, but I could also see just the Hurricanes getting Tara Vinen back, having a, a better structure there, beating them down. But you can't count out the Panthers. So so uh, probably a Canes in six would be my prediction. So the big thing for me here is that uh, we have to look at the bigger sample size, right? And uh, over the course of the whole season, the Hurricanes are the much better team than the Panthers were. Obviously, the Panthers are a different team in this playoffs than they were during the regular season. Um, but I don't think that that's, that's true of the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes have been the same dominant team in the playoffs as they've been during the regular season. And uh, this line would nowhere would nowhere be close to minus 140 or minus 130 for the series price in terms of um, how they ba- how they played during the regular season. So I know the Hurricanes have lost Sveshnikov, and Patriotti only played a few games anyway, so I don't think that's that's a ma- massive difference there. They're going to get Tara Vinen back, uh, likely for game one. I'm pretty sure Ryan was, was telling us that. Yeah. That's uh, he, he practiced full participant, so he yeah. should be back. But Yeah, he's, he's dealing with a broken hands. It might not be 100%, but still, it, it's going to be pretty much... Uh, a full-strength squad minus Svechnikov, and uh, the Panthers are dealing off of a hot hand. Like, uh, they got into the playoffs because of the hot hand of Alex Leon and then uh, Brovsky in the in the first two rounds. So I, I don't think that that can be counted on. It's not sustainable. So the, the, the Hurricanes should are just a much better team. So minus 130, absolutely love the Hurricanes to win this series. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Brent Burns is playing out of his mind. He, he's he's on a mission to win this cup finally. He was one of the better players in those Sharks teams, and he's finally got a place on this team where he can uh, dominate. He kind of was like uh, second fiddle to Carlson in his last couple of years there in San Jose. But now that he, he's got these uh, the big minutes here in Carolina where he can uh, dominate the offensive play beside the best, uh, pretty much the best defensive uh, defenseman in the league in Jacob Slavin. So I, I really like the Hurricanes to win the series. It's it's just uh, the way the Panthers won the first two series was was turnover luck. Like uh, they 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 forced the turnovers from the Bruins, they forced the turnovers from the Leafs, and they bounced on it. But the Hurricanes, 
you know what they are? They're they're sixteenth in the in the playoffs teams in terms of um, passing in their own zone. So what they do is they turn the puck, they flip it out, they get it deep real quick. There's no turnovers. They just force it down there and then they poor check. I don't think that the Panthers style play matches up well with that. So uh, yeah, I, I love the Hurricanes here. They just uh, they got the match advantages. They got the better depth. And uh, yeah, I, I'm still gonna fade the Panthers decor. I don't think that. The, the, the likes of Radko Gudis and uh, Stahl and whatnot can um, contain the Hurricanes' persistent, incessant forecheck in in the way that the uh, the Leafs were unable to to do consistently. The Bruins were consistently giving the puck over. So the Hurricanes match up better with them. Give me the Hurricanes all day long, as long as they can uh, protect Freddie Anderson, they'll be all right. And uh, yeah, give me the Hurricanes for the series. It's yeah. funny you mentioned that you know coming into the playoffs it would have been a cl- a, for, a odds would have been longer because the Panthers if they had one more point they would have been a first round series and and you mentioned uh, Brent Burns and Slavin I think is going to be really a difference to go against Kachuk and Verhage those two lines I mean the, the Hurricanes have enough depth to battle those two lines and then with Teravine and back I think their bottom six might be better than the Panthers bottom six. All right, we'll jump into the Western Conference preview here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Gold Knights after Dallas beat out Seattle in a big game seven there. Uh, Ryan, I'm not going to throw to you. Joel, I'm going to throw to you on this one. What you got between the Knights and the Stars here, man? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that these these odds are pretty much correct. I mean, uh, the Stars are, what, plus 115 or so. Knights are... Uh, same kind of thing as the Hurricanes, so it's uh, it's it's pretty close there. They just got the little edge for the home ice advantage, but the, the Knights haven't been excellent at home. They've been better on the road this year. Stars been a good road team. Um, I think the line is pretty much priced correctly. I uh, I, I hope the Stars win for sure for my own sake, but uh, for uh, betting at this point, it's uh, it's it's pretty much a pass series for me. I got to be honest. Uh, I don't have much else to say. The, the Knights have been very good. In terms of um, defending the the best players on both the Jets and the Oilers in particular, and um, the Knights are the best team in terms of uh, limiting the penalties, and the Stars rely on the power play a lot of the time. But uh, yeah, it, it's a tough one to call. Uh, if anything, I would go with the over five and a half. I don't have the odds in front of me, but the over five and a half games is probably like minus one eighty or something stupid like that. Um, I think it's going to be a long series. Uh, the, the series is priced correctly. I'm not going to bet it at all. I'm just going to hope the Stars win. Yeah, I do agree. This is pretty. It should be. It should be a long series, and is probably pretty correctly priced here. I, I do lean to, to Vegas at, at minus one thirty-five. I think they are the better team and already got the already got past their their biggest competition in the playoffs in the Oilers. Meanwhile, Dallas, you know, isn't playing their best hockey. The Kraken took them to seven games, and you know they scored a goal with 19 seconds left to to keep it a a one goal game. That they could never really close out the Kraken now. So, going against Vegas, who's just better. I mean, they've they've Eichel, they have Stone, they have these defensemen. They have three or four good defensemen: Petrangelo, um, Theodore Martinez, up front Stevenson. That line is great. So, I like Vegas here. Um, I do think it'll be a long series, over five and a half. I'm seeing on one book is minus 225, but I know that is usually Jeez. around minus 180 um, on Canby books. I'm going to check there. So if that's minus 180, minus 185, I'd probably take that. Otherwise, I, I do like Vegas here. I think minus 135 is, is an okay price to pay. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, hell, I've been on the nights since about a round or two ago, man, so it'd be fucking rude for me to get off them now. Obviously, I'd like them to beat the Stars in this series here. Uh, Dallas is a good team, though, man. They didn't play too well against Seattle. Maybe you got to give some credit to the depth of Seattle. Um, but, you know, we're expecting to see some saves out of Ottinger. We didn't really see it. Now, I fully think he can turn it around in the series here. Uh, Pavelski's been an absolute stud. The hockey gods are on his side, man. Anytime a 38-year-old is trying to make a push for his first Stanley Cup, definitely something to be said for that, too. But uh, sometimes I got to go with logic, you know? I like betting with my gut. I like being a fucking idiot on this show with, you know, going against the boys a little bit. But I'm going with the Knights here, man. I've been on them from the get-go. They're a fucking good goddamn team. Goaltending scares me. That's the one thing. Like, we saw Aiden Hill come in, uh, come in cold and stand on his absolute head for an entire series here. But you know what? Even if he doesn't really play too well, you got Jonathan Quick. I like Jonathan Quick. I know, I know, I know you guys don't. You're the only one. What year is it? But that's the thing, bro. Like, when I was growing up playing goalie, Jonathan Quick was one of the guys we looked up to. And you don't just forget how to play the series. And it's not like you're asking him to be good for fucking... 40 50 games of a season here you're asking him to be good for three to four weeks if he has so as a backup it's definitely there uh i don't know who fucking vegas's goalie coach is but give the guys some credit because whoever's gone in between the pipes for this team with this past year between any of the five or six goalies they've had they've been standing on their head so maybe that's an underrated story not many people are talking about uh anyways give me the nights to win this series i'm absolutely all in on vegas baby let's fucking go my boy jackie aces man jackie eichel has been a stud People don't like saying it, but the guy's fucking unreal at fucking hockey. I think he's got he's over a point per game in the playoffs so far. Obviously, Mark Stone deserves a lot of credit. Marshall so with a hat trick there in the closeout game when they were playing against Edmonton, I think, in game six. That's pretty important, too. But uh, Eichel's been an absolute fucking killer, man. This guy's first taste of playoff hockey, and he's making the best of it. So there's something to be said for that, too. And their defense is sick, dude. Like, uh, they got names back there, man. So I, I'm all for Vegas here. Give me them to win this series, minus 135 for sure. One more thing. We got we got a bit of a narrative too going on with the uh, Peter DeBoer coming back to his old team who fired him prematurely, I would think. And um, Peter DeBoer, he's an awesome awesome coach, and uh, I think he's going to be fired up for this one. Um, Bruce Cast, of course, is a great coach as well, but I think I'd give the coaching advantage to Peter DeBoer, given um what he's seven and zero now in uh, Game Seven. So if this game, <laughs> if this series goes seven. You got a fancy uh, Peter DeBoer's uh, capability in that situation. I mean, obviously, he's never won a cup with four different teams, but he's done excellently with each of them. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I do like that for the stars factor. Um, and, yeah, Ottinger's got to play more like he did in game seven than he did during the rest of the series because he was he was an average goalie the rest of the series. But uh, <laughs> if you give me both guys all together, I'll take Ottinger over eight nil all, all day long. Does anybody have a harder dick right now than Bruce fucking Cassidy? Ah, Boston Bruins. Yeah, I'm going to invite me to a meeting inside my own house, and then you're going to fire me? Well, guess what? You, you fucking nerd get bounced in the first round. I'm leading my fucking new team to a Western Conference semifinals right now. That's big dick swinging, yo. I don't care what anybody says. Bruce Cassidy's an absolute fucking horse. Yeah, like that... Yeah, uh, that over five and a half games is minus 186 on uh, Bet Parks. I believe that's where you were betting the ponies, Talon. Uh, uh, the Parks, Parks racetrack, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can get a bit of an edge there over MGM. And speaking of edge, check out Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. 
Simply deposit funds into your account, and EdgeBoost will match the deposit, so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers 2,500 in advances as your bill to repayment history, so use that EdgeBoost double down to get on the Hurricanes. With this special offer, the first 500 SGPN users will start with a $1,000 advance limit. The next 2,500 users will start at 500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You ever been to Parks Raceway, Ryan? I have. I've been, I was there for their, I think they have, they have like a like a Pennsylvania der- Derby there. Fuck yeah, man! It looks sick, dude. I, I don't know. I was just like bending, and the site mm-hmm. I used it shows the street, all the feeds, and shit. I was like, "Yo, it looks kind of sick, man." I yeah, it's there. nice. Everyone to Philly, bro. That's where take, we'll meet take up. A, take a few hoagies, get a few cold ones in there. Have a good afternoon. Uh, all right, guys, we're gonna jump into the Thursday slate. <laughs> Obviously, it's playoffs. We got one fucking game to talk about, but we're gonna talk about it, boys. It's uh, Thursday. What's the fuck? What month is it? What are we in? May eighteenth. I don't know. Everything's been a fucking blur. We got the first game of the Eastern Conference semifinals here. Uh, or I guess the Eastern Conference finals, rather. We got the Florida Panthers against the Carolina Hurricanes. I imagine the game's at, what, like 7 o'clock or some shit like that. Uh, game itself is in Carolina. Florida on the money line sitting at plus 120. Sorry, Ryan, are you ready to go? Oh, yeah. Florida on the money line sitting at plus 120. Carolina on the money line at minus 140. The over under is a five and a half. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105. The reason I asked why are you ready to go? Because we're throwing this fucking game to you here, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, I, I like the Canes here. I actually bet the Canes to win game one and win the series at a plus 150. I do like that bet. Uh, Canes minus 140 here at home. Uh, I like that a lot to be able to set the tone. You know, keep it. Keep it tight checking, low scoring, keep the puck moving, you know, type just hurricanes hockey play defense tight, tight hockey there. So, and for that reason, I like the first period under as well. Uh, the hurricanes have only scored six goals and allowed seven in their 11 first periods. Uh, Panthers have scored eight and allowed seven. So in their 12 first periods. So both teams do tend to pick things up in the second and third period. So possibly look that, uh, under under one and a half first period, maybe cash that and get a, get a live over, over three and a half over four and a half. If, you, if you're into that. But uh, yeah, the under first one and a half first period and under five and a half for the game, I think plus 105. I could see the Panthers, you know, open up a little bit, but I don't know if the Hurricanes have the Hurricanes are going to be able to line match and, and do all the things to slow those uh, top six of Florida down. So I, I'm going with uh, yeah, Hurricanes in the under minus 140 and plus 105. I can't argue with uh, any of that in regards to the side, the Hurricanes have been an excellent home team in the playoffs. I think they've only lost two playoff games in the last two years, which is pretty impressive. Maybe even more than that. I think they're like 15, 16, and two now in their last uh, 18 playoff games. I'm not reading off of any shit. I'm just uh, the Hurricanes have been an awesome playoff team at home, and uh, I think that they can uh, carry the momentum here. They got the extra day of rest. The Panthers have been. Uh, fighting on fumes for a long time basically months they've been playing playoff hockey since january because they're fighting all the way in had to rely on the penguins fucking it up against the fucking blackhawks of all teams um wonder if uh, the blackhawks get Connor bedard if, if they if they didn't win that game it'd be an interesting discussion if if they had the the one in the the best odds to win the bedard lottery anyway um yeah, I think the Panthers are – this rest works better for the Hurricanes than the Panthers, I think. The, the, the Panthers are 
you know, when you got all this momentum, right, you're, you're just carrying on game by game, every two nights, every two nights, you're, you're just fighting on, fighting on. They're, they're, I think they only had the uh, the two-game break with the, the Leafs twice. Other than that, they've just been playing every other night. And um, I think that works against them in this case. So, yeah, Hurricanes here for sure. But I also like the over 5.5, minus 125. I don't think that Brodsky can continue his form, especially after this long break. Uh, the momentum will shift. The confidence will uh, break a little bit. And I don't trust a Freddie Anderson to uh, stop too many pucks either. So over five and a half, I don't mind that. Not betting myself, but uh, if I had to pick a side here, I would pick the over five and a half. And the Hurricanes win the game, given their uh, excellent home form, both during the regular season and during the playoffs in the last few years. All right, for myself here, uh, I'm on the Panthers, man. Exactly what I said in the preview here. I think they're going to catch uh, a lot of people off guard here. If there's one thing this team has done, it's come out swinging. Uh, so first game, hell yeah, man, I'm all over that. Even if you look at the first game they played a bit against Boston, a lot of people said that they had a lot of puck control. They, I don't want to say they dominated that game, but they played pretty fucking good. And obviously we saw what they did against the Leafs in game one here. So what there is, or what is there to tell me that it's going to be anything different against this first game against Carolina? There isn't. So give me the fucking Panthers. Plus 120 on the money line in game one here. They're going to make them capitalize on those mistakes, man. That's going to be the fucking key to this series. And if they don't do it, they're not going to win. Now, as far as over-under goals, I kind of got to go with Jolie here, man. If it's Frederick Anderson starting, if it's Anthony Rantha, if it's that Pieter Grotsch club, uh, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be your mom in that. They're still going to find a way to get the fuck over. Uh, Bobrovsky, there's no way that this fucking Russian piece of shit... Keeps going on an absolute tear, but the guy's been lights out. But still, something's got to give. We've all seen how his career has tended over the past three years. Uh, if you're going to give me five and a half in a playoff game, I'm going to take the over no matter what. So five and a half over minus 125. And give me Florida on the money line at plus 120 here. And these Hurricanes games are going over like crazy, too. I know it's against the Devils, um, but uh, it's not exactly the most fit outfit in terms of... Um, you know, they're playing fast. They're playing offensive hockey, but they're, they're giving up a lot of chances on the other side, too. So, yeah, I could see this more like a track meet. I think the Panthers were uh, the least. It, it, was, it was more about the the least playing too conservative. And that's why, that's why those games go in under, in addition to Brodsky just playing out of his mind. And uh, some good goal telling from the Leafs as well. So, yeah, I do like the over five and a half. I mean, in the regular season, over five and a half, minus 125, you would fucking hammer this over for a Panthers game. Come on, this game would be fucking six and a half to the over. Thank you, right? Also, Kachuk was a little bit sleepy the past couple of games here, so we'll look for that guy to fucking wake up well, here, not, too. Not with Brent Burns and Jacob Slavin on his face. You know what? I'm going to be fucking betting the over. I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to actually bet this shit. I'm not just leading. I'm betting it. Well, I wasn't okay, betting the under, but I, I might bet the under now. We'll see. Let's go. Let's fucking fight. Uh, there is an interesting uh, coaching angle here as well. I believe Paul Maurice coached Rod Brindamore when Brindamore played for the Hurricanes back in the uh, the pupil becomes the master. there, so it'd be a good, yeah, interesting to see head-to-head battle there. Becomes the nutsack. What else do you know? Or the other way around? I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, okay. One thing I want to get into here before we go into ads and do uh, the HGP BBC. I wasn't going to bring this up. We talked about it before the show. We said we weren't going to do it. But I just read a tweet. And so I'm going to follow up this tweet. And I'm going to ask you guys a question. And then we're all going to give an answer around the table. Sir, Mr. I don't know why I said sir. But Mr. Patrick Mahones the second on Twitter. At Patrick Mahones. Tweeted one hour ago, Casey Coyotes has a nice ring to it at NHL. 
What do you think? At T-Mobile Center. Patrick Mahomes is making a fucking push for the Arizona Coyotes to come to fucking Kansas City. Holy shit. We weren't going to talk about this because we thought it's a fucking super topic. But once I just read the fucking big dick Patty's talking about it, we got to speak about it here, boys. So obviously there's just news that out of uh, Tempe that they will not be uh, agreeing to build the whole facility that the Arizona Coyotes wanted to have a new location. So we're not going to talk about that. But what I do want to know. Off the top of your heads, without any fucking thought whatsoever, gentlemen, if you could pick one team in the entire or one city in the entire world for the Arizona Coyotes to move to, what would it be? Ryan, I'm going to you first. If I could pick one, or, or where do I think they're going? Pick one. No, no, don't even. Not where you think. Just pick if I, one if that I you could, would. If I could pick one. That might be interesting. You don't even have to like it, but just, you know, maybe there's a little curveball. Maybe there's a sleeper city or uh, I, uh, even a state or whatever, you know. I, I, I like Quebec. I think Quebec probably deserves a team again. Okay. Any reason so, or just? No, I I, I have, I'm completely blank. I just Quebec. I think they're going to Houston for the record. Damn, what a fucking terrific answer. Send them to fucking Tokyo. Who the fuck cares about the Coyotes, man? Get them the fuck out of the league. They're a fucking joke. They fucking lost draft picks for doing some dumb shit. That wasn't the question. The question wasn't whether or not they should be in the NHL. No, he was asking, where do you think we, where do you want them to go? You want to be in Tokyo? Think about that travel for the rest of the league, though. That'd be tough. Talon said, where do you want them to go? Send them to fucking Mongolia. I don't give a fuck. So there's nowhere else in North America you would want to see a city have a team, regardless of the Coyotes. Yeah, of course. Quebec City, fine. But I don't want to see the Coyotes anymore. Fuck them. All right. All right. You know what? I just did this question for myself here. And I'm going to propose this. And you guys can fucking We got a fucking dictator here. Stalin is throwing up. Yeah, I gave you a chance. It's all smoke and ears. It's like, hey, guys, where do you think? Where do you want them to go? Well, this is all about me anyway. Of course it is. That's why I brought it up. Now. No one's talking about this, okay? And this might be a really fucking stupid thing, but I think that there's some reason that this could work out here. Boys, there's a state that doesn't have a hockey team. They got a pretty good university team, but they don't have a good hockey team. And this is a state that's surrounded by other states that all have professional hockey teams as well. They're all known as hockey cities. Why the fuck is there no fucking talk about having a professional hockey team in Wisconsin? Give me the Green Bay Coyotes, baby. Give me the Milwaukee Coyotes. Pinned in between Minnesota. Pinned in between Michigan. Right below Chicago. Right below Iowa. Or right below Illinois and Iowa. Why the fuck is there no talk about having a hockey team in Wisconsin? It fucking borderline. Pretty much might as well border Canada. Are you telling me that there's no fucking desire to have an NHL team here? Let's have another professional team in Green Bay. Throw another squad in Milwaukee. There's guy. You watch fucking Badger fans. They show up for fucking hockey games, man. They love that fucking team here. I think if the NHL is looking for an off-board place, is it top priority? No. You guys talked on it. Touched on it. Houston, Quebec City, yada, yada, yada. But if you want to fucking make some money putting a new goddamn team in America and you want to catch everybody off guard, look for fucking Wisconsin. Just my opinion. No, fuck the Packers. <laughs> nah. They don't deserve any more. Um, actually, you know what? Send them to, send them to fucking Green Bay because they're going to be fucking terrible for years and years and years and nobody <laughs> cares about them. So they'll enjoy some fucking losings. They'll be just but a big bunch of losers anyway. So fine. <laughs> That's fine with me as a Bears fan. I, th- I think Salt Lake City would be pretty cool. They could do like an outdoor game at, at, on Salt Lake or something. Kind of Lake Tahoe. Sacramento could also be good. Add another California team there. Or, or, a, four or, fuck- 
Or New Orleans. Put one, put one down in NOLA. Oh, don't give me that shit. There's, we got fucking four Southern teams already in these playoffs with the uh, Desert Golden Knights and Dallas, Florida, Carolina. Speaking of which, all these teams are in no-tax states, I'm pretty sure, right? So uh, yeah, that's just another thing to consider in terms of uh, building your um, roster. Just just, yeah, just this, build a team in a uh, team four, that doesn't these, have a These tax. four teams were all favorites for the cup, too. <laughs> no, they weren't. What are you talking about? It's just, so it's just happenstance is what I'm talking about. It's not happenstance. Yeah, these... ha- yes, it is. No. Did you expect no. two, let alone three of these teams? Look, in the final the Vegas only got this because their fucking bullshit cap situation with the long, long team yeah, injuries. I don't, I don't know why people, more people aren't, aren't Mark Stone. That with Mark Stone. Because everybody yes. does it. Every fucking team does it. No, but what, it. when the Lightning do it, it's the worst It's the worst thing in the world. Because they were the first team to do it. Everybody's gotten over it by now. It, it's not even a problem. You shouldn't be blaming the team. You should be blaming that fat fucking loser in charge of the <laughs> NHL. If Gary Bettman's going to have a fucking and allow LTIR to be a thing. It's his fucking fault when teams abuse it. Yeah, yeah. we all shit on Tampa the first time they did Bakutra, but guess what? They were fucking smart and it paid off for them. So if you're not doing it by now, you're you're not playing the game the way it's supposed to be, man. And why do you, you know why do you think the Lightning? Why do you think Lightning are so successful anyway? They they get to pay their players less because they have to take uh, fewer tax off their uh, off their checks so they get to play their players last whereas the Leafs have to pay a million bucks uh, extra and uh, all the other tax like the, the New York teams all these teams have to pay a little bit more whereas these southern teams tax free you know they get uh, they get to shave a little bit more off the salary cap which is a a big a big uh, difference in the in a hard cap league raise the cap raise, raise the cap these are all billionaires owning these teams they they can they can spend up you right now everybody's saying the cap's gonna go up the cap's gonna go up yeah it's gonna go up one mil 1.5 mil for the next fucking three or four years anybody sitting here trying to tell me it's gonna go up five million dollars in the next fucking two years uh, how many times have you fucking bought into the shit any logistic you want fucking bet let that happen i got an i got an opinion oh do you people are attacking the nhl for that uh putting the edmonton oilers game on at seven o'clock ten o'clock at night on sunday night that's because of fucking ESPN, okay? They gave the deal to ESPN, and ESPN <laughs> relegated the NHL to that late night slate because for of fucking, fucking Sunday night baseball. Game. For a regular season, you had game seven with the best fucking player in the world in the right. NHL, and they got fucking relegated, I'm sorry, Ryan, over a fucking boring-ass fucking piece of shit baseball game. Right. You know what? But the fact that the NHL lets that shit happen, I say this, I've said this fucking in the past couple of shows. You're going to act like the fucking bitch of the professional sports organizations? You're going to be treated like the fucking bitch. Yes, so, you know what? They is just a uh, big dick in the NHL. That's that's the point. Well, and, and I read, I forgot to say this, but like the ESPN may not have even won in the NHL. There's no other networks outbid them for it. So they were like, like the, the, the highest bidder, despite them thinking that they were a low bidder. And yeah, the ESPN is showing why. Hockey is the fourth, is the fourth sport in, if not fifth, in, in in North America, especially the United States, because ESPN doesn't care about it. Besides, you know, when it's relevant to them, when it's not, when there's not something slightly better or the same to show, they're like, oh, look, we have hockey content too. And that's you know, why we maybe, have Florida, Carolina, Dallas, and Vegas in, huh. the, in the conference finals. Do you do you just want more? It's either it's Joel, but it's either like okay, we keep expanding to new markets, or do you want Toronto to get a second team? Do you want Quebec to have a team again? Yes. You want give to me all have, the big markets. Do you want like oh, do you want New York to have a third team? You want Chicago to have two teams? Like, is that what you want? No, I want fucking big teams, the big markets, to be in the fucking uh, 
the round of four. I want the, the, the I don't want fucking There's only Florida. four or five big markets. How about when we no, talk about more than that. Okay, fucking how many big markets you got? Toronto, New York, Boston, Detroit, Philly. Chicago. I would say it's not a big market. Yes, it it's is. a big hockey market. Yeah, hockey, exactly. It's a big fucking hockey market. They show up. Those fans in Detroit will show up. Philly is a big market. To... I know you don't admit that. No, no Philly is a big market. Absolutely. Pittsburgh. I want these big teams. I don't want these fucking losers like Carolina and Florida. Like Florida, they only showed up in the playoffs. It, it's ridiculous. And uh, Vegas is a new blood. I don't. I don't. Whatever. They're they're a good team. Okay. We're we're, we're splitting hairs here. I mean. I I don't want to attack like they like these teams deserve it to be here. Okay, I'm not I'm not disputing that. Just in terms of the, uh, uh, I, I like to see the big market teams fighting each other out in the big in the big spots. That's but, all I'm saying. But the question is, how do you make big market teams? And I'll tell you how you fucking do it. You have players that transcend the game into mainstream fucking culture, and you can't fucking do that when all these guys, the best player in the fucking league, is only making twelve million goddamn dollars, the same as a fucking wide receiver that's fucking wide receiver three in the NFL. So if you want to <laughs> have success, you have to have players that transcend the fucking game into mainstream fucking culture. But you can't do it when your fucking commissioner won't let your fucking players make any goddamn money. If you go to America, Ryan, I mean, you can probably test for this some more. If you walk down the street, if you go to a fucking Eagles fan or a fucking Sixers fan, they'd be like, hey, what do you think about Connor McDavid? They'd be like, Connor Mc, who the fuck are you talking about? They probably don't even fucking know. Yeah. You want this guy to be a fuck. And also, something to do with the fucking culture, too. Stop fucking teaching these guys when they're seven years old that it's fucking not okay to have a goddamn opinion when they talk to the media after a game. Why is it always got to be everything's... Oh, you know, we just we didn't show it tonight. We gotta contribute a little bit harder. You know, <laughs> fuck off. Why can't we have like look look at Drysdale comes out and says, yeah, I'm pissed off. We lost. Like, yeah, that's how it should be. One, let these players make some fucking money. Two, stop letting them be fucking automatons every time they're on the goddamn mic. Like, that, there's your fucking word of the day right there. But that's the automaton. Best fucking, I love it. Best way you can every time any of these. Fucking guys are like Austin Matthews talking about potentially signing a new contract, being the highest paid player or highest paid player in the fucking NHL. He says, oh, yeah, you know, we're just going to let my agent take care of that. Fuck that. Why did Kenny Shaw be like, yeah, bitch, I want my fucking money. I just won the Rocket fucking two years ago, won the heart as well. Like, well, fuck off. Let these guys have attitudes. Let them have fucking opinions. Stop grooming these fucking kids that they can't just be anything. For what? The name of the sport? For the sport's sake? Fuck that. What is the sport giving back to them besides the fucking meaningless money they've made even though it should be triple time what they're making it's such horseshit from the fucking top man we we cover and we love the fucking worst sport in north america like, it it's sucks. funny it's it's funny you say that uh because they attack hockey players for being so boring and, and whatever during the the, the, the yeah. post presses whatever the press conferences and at the same time whenever they say something uh, a little bit out of line they're like oh they're attacking them so they're exactly. like, crucifying him whatever yeah the only fucking guy out of that era that had anything to say. And everyone's like, oh, you don't want him on his team. He's too outspoken. He's too selfish. Shut the fuck up. Man. Make up. You can't have it both ways, man. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that exact same thing. If, if players speak out, they, they get attacked. Dry Settle keeps getting asked about that. And like, but the thing is, more players should be doing that because, and if, if that's the usual, not the, not the exception, then that won't be getting attacked. But like, Today's media is like, oh, did you see what this player said about this and all, all the clickbait and whatnot? That that that's what kind of ruined it. And, and also, right. it's not it's not just ESPN. I remember back in the bubble, the the Avs had a game seven on like a 
weekday afternoon that was broadcast on USA Network. It's like it's like what are you doing? What are you doing TNT? Put it on TNT. Put it on TBS at the very least. Just it's it's just a shit show. Mark, I, I love hockey. I hate the NHL. That, that's just that that's what it has to be. That's fair. Honestly, that's so fucking fair, Ryan. Holy shit, I'm rattled. Right at the board. same time, All right, but I still, let's I still like the hard cap. I don't care about shit about the other leagues. I like I, the hard cap. I, I like the hard cap as well. I think it should be higher. It's significant though. Raise it to like 120 mil, 130 mil. Let's get these guys making fucking money. Ah, like, you're just uh, you're you're biased by the Toronto Leaf. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's such situation. a fucking cop out. A pussy thing to say, bro. I want every team to be able to spend that. I want the Rangers yeah, because to be able the least can fucking spend that. Look at the other little these shitty teams. They can't spend that much. Like okay. fucking Arizona are gonna spend it with a fucking cap. They can't afford that. They can afford. They can afford it. I thought the same fucking. They can't even fucking afford to pay their own fucking arena. They don't want to pay it. That's the exactly issue. because these they can't afford it. These owners don't care. They have enough money to exactly. To, the Leafs care. That's what I'm saying. Like talent's biased because the Leafs would spend anything to get the cup, whereas these other teams are like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what? why. That's why having a much higher cap hurts. Because then, like, if you have a a cap over a hundred million, it's going to be go back to the big markets are going to be the final four every year, besides for the one year when this smaller market team goes on a run, and that's just what it'll be. I disagree because if, you, if the cap's at 130 million and your owner's not wor- willing to spend 130 million, then maybe your owner shouldn't be owning the team, and that's not our fucking problem, okay? That's fine. Well, you I, want- that, that's a completely different issue. But well, that's the same. But you can't just sit there and say, "Oh, it's oh, I only want it because the Leafs will spend to it." Well, fuck it. Get your owner to be willing to pay it, and if he's not willing to do it, then maybe he shouldn't be owning the team. You know what? Talent, talent is right here. I, I got to backtrack a little bit because I. Like I said, I do want the big market teams to succeed. I want to see the big market teams in these conference finals. And, um, yeah, that's a big reason why the Canadian teams haven't been dominating the past, uh, what is it, 20 years now, 30 years, whatever it's been. Um, it's because of that 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 issue. I mean, that the, the, the Canadian teams obviously are, are the bigger markets here, in addition to, you know, Chicago, New York, whatever. But, uh, so, yeah, it's it's... it's I mean, you got to find a balance, I guess, between those those little teams that, that don't want to spend a lot of money to pay for this shit, a hockey team that means nothing in the state. Like they're, they're obviously, like they're behind the college football, behind the college basketball teams in their state in terms of interest, whereas the hockey teams is like it's everything in in Canada, and. Uh, um, so yeah, it, it, that that's a big thing. I, I, I was just, I was playing some fun with 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 Tal in terms of his leaf bias, whatever. <laughs> But uh, in, in the end of the day, I do want to see the big market team succeed. So, yeah, they, they should get a little bit more of a, a freedom to to spend. I don't care about market. I want to see the league succeed. Like I said, I want to see players being superstars and known as fucking name people. I want to see Connor McDavid known around the world. I want to see David Pasternak known around North America. I want to hear some kid walking down the streets of fucking Anaheim talking about how fucking sick Jonathan Goudreau is. Like, th- that's what I want for the sport. I don't give a fuck about markets, about teams, about size, about organizations. I want this sport that we fucking love so much to be successful. And I'll tell you what, with an 80 fucking $1 million cap, it's never going to happen, man. So if you want superstars, you got to start fucking paying them like superstars. If you want your league to be successful, you got to spend money to fucking make money, man. It's as simple as that. I don't care about large markets or not. That'll all come. That'll all go. But fuck that, man. 
get people that want to spend money and invest in the league. And if you're not willing to fucking invest in it and you're just fine with saying even keel and we're saving the owners money and all this, and we're okay with owners not spending up to the cap or spending below the cap or whatever it might be, then you're going to be last forever. Simple as that. Uh, before we get deeper into the show here, make sure we uh, shout out Shady Rays and Shady May. Uh, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. They have durable frames and extreme leather optics for outdoor adventures. Shady Rays also offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And they're also shipping internationally to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. So go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Boys, we got off the rails. No, no, no. I, I want to build off the, off that last point. I, I Let's go. What you're saying is raise the cap space. Let these teams build dynasties like, you know, Baseball, everyone hates the Yankees. You you, you want to have villains in sports. Oh yes. You don't want all the teams to be equal and everyone to have there a fair chance year. You you want to have villains. You want to have teams you love. You want to have teams you hate. You want to see the underdog story come up and win big. You want to see the Leicester City come up out of nowhere win the championship. So, yeah, raise that cap. If if the teams that are like the bigger markets are spending more, they're going to win more. And then if, if players are winning more, they're going to be marketed more, which is only good for the game. So maybe that is what the NHL has to do to try to market the game better is create these super teams. Maybe not to the point of like the NBA, but get these teams that play that, that casual fans are going to just recognize the players by, by name or by face. So, so you have these players that aren't a Connor McDavid that a, a casual sports fan hasn't heard of. Yes, you're speaking my language here now. Maybe I'm, I'm actually backtracking once again in terms of uh, wanting the parody because uh, European football is the best for that in terms of like hating these teams like Manchester United, Manchester City now, who are just totally dominating everything. When everyone hates them now because they're, they're so successful. But that's what uh, breeds interest in the sport. Like Bayern Munich, they've, they're going to win fucking uh, 10 Bundesliga titles in a row now. It, it's ridiculous. And, and maybe that's a little extreme. But in terms of... Uh, building interest in the sport you want to have those those villains like you were saying and um it's it's different in hockey it's never going to be like that because it's such a random sport and you're gonna always gonna have like a, a, a wild variance between the teams and um and all that but uh, i do like that idea of uh, of a permanent villain like this team is just so fucking deadly that they're winning the championship every other year whatever i i do like that aspect of the sport that's that's far more european 
whereas Americans, they do like the the underdog story. They like everything to be equal, uh, not economically, <laughs> but in terms of their sports, they do like everything to be, uh, you know, uh, at even keel and an even level and, and all that shit. So, yeah, I, I do like the idea of, of building up like um, fine, fine, whatever. The Leafs can spend <laughs> what they want and they can build their super team. And they can duke it out with the other big market teams. I'd, I'd prefer that to these fucking four desert teams fighting it out in the, in the conference well, finals. I, Shout out to Skydiver. Skydiver loves it. He, he's an underdog guy, and he likes all these new blood coming in, whatever. But I don't like it. I don't like it. I like to see the big market teams fighting it out. The, the positive, the positive side of it is like with a team like Carolina, because like, let's say they go on a run here where they reach three or four Stanley Cup finals and win two or something like that. That. Carolina then becomes one of those hockey markets that, that or can become one of those that is looked at like not like a Detroit, but like, you know, better than like a Columbus. That, 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 like they're going to be better than that, oh. despite being in the South. Yeah, I mean, these days with the cap, like building a dynasty is so hard. That's what makes the Blackhawks so impressive. The yeah, way Blackhawks, that they were Penguins, Lightning, like the, we've seen three of them in the past decade. Exactly. Yeah, the Blackhawks, the Penguins for sure. But it's hard to do that. Like unlike the the, the Avalanche and the the Red Wings, of course, Islanders in the past, Oilers, whatever. It, it was easier to do that back then. Whereas in, in the post seller cap era, it, it's fucking hard to do. So it, it's we need those dynasties in these dynasties in these sport, and it's, it's hard to do. I mean, the, the Lightning did it too, but one of them was in the bubble, and the other one was against the fucking Canadians in the <laughs> final, and that that bullshit thing. Uh, uh, I'm put I'm putting a little bit of. Uh, bit of salt on that worm that slug all right i what i'm trying to say here boys when i was talking about the whole cap thing like obviously raising it is and a part of this thing too is and what i'm trying to advocate i'm not just for i don't give a fuck about big teams spending all the money how about instead of fucking uh, focusing on that let's focus on raising the minimum amount instead yes. of it being 75 percent of the cap that you minimum have to reach how about you make it so you minimum have to spend fucking 90 percent of the cap hit like, I'm not trying to put pressures on teams. I'm not trying to put pressures on organizations. I want to put the pressures on the fucking ownership. If you're going to own a team in this goddamn league that's supposed to be so special, put the fucking money into it. These guys are billionaires. If you're telling me that they can't afford to put in fucking $100 million a year minimum into this goddamn team that's winning them fucking, not winning them, but making them money on ticket sales, revenue, gate sales, fucking jerseys, everything, else, endorsement deals, corporate sponsors, all this fucking bullshit. If you're not willing to put fucking at least $100 million into that, like, you know you're taking it out. And if you're not making money on that, then that tells me that, one, either you're wrong in your business approach Two, the market isn't working, so you need to relocate the team. Or three, you're just too fucking blatantly ignorant to understand that this is how it should work in the NHL. So how about we put some fucking focus on the owners? Raise the cap, make them fucking spend the money, because in the long run, it's just going to help the sport grow. They're so content. The NHL is so content. All these owners are content. Gary Bettman is so content. Fuck that. Raise the minimum just as much as you're raising the maximum. And not to the same percentage, so not that you're paying fucking 75% of whatever the new cap would be, but make it so that it's 90%. Make them spend fucking money, dude. That's how you grow the goddamn game. Hey, as, or, as long or, as we don't have to see no fucking ads on the jerseys or no more commercials, I'm down. Oh, I, already hate, around. I fucking hate seeing the ads inside of the blue line where it used to have the Stanley Cup playoffs logo. They just have a fucking ad super okay. superimposed there. I can't stand that. And also raise the cap floor and don't allow these teams to just have guys, you know, dead contracts on the books to, to count towards that. You have uh, players it, on it. the active, make the active roster for every given night. 
have a minimum salary amount. That, that, that's that. it. Don't, like the Coyotes have Shea Weber, Andrew Ladd, Jake Voracek, and Brian Little counting on their LTIR. Make make these billionaires make their hockey teams competitive. Pavel Datsuk is probably still on the Coyotes. <laughs> I won a fucking fucking Gargarin Cup three years ago, for Christ's sakes. He fucking, <laughs> how does that make any goddamn sense, man? It drives me nuts, guys. I just want to see the sport as successful as it could be. But they're, they're not willing to fucking put the money. And the worst part is, is that fucking fat pig in charge is looking everybody <laughs> in the eye and saying, you know what? Everything's fine. The players love it. Everything's fine. Media's like, look at the fucking TV hey. contract the NBA is signing. Look at how much fucking money the NFL makes deals with Amazon with fucking Bezos paying fucking billions of dollars just to have, what, like fucking four Thursday night games on Amazon exclusive? The money's there. But the fact is they're not willing to find it, bro. They're not willing to put the effort in. It's all marketing. It's sales. It's one, marketing. One last, one last thing. One last thing. The biggest thing and problem, the biggest problem with the fucking fat pig in charge, as Talon put it, is that they didn't go to the fucking Olympics last year. That was on him. He was obeying the owners, but he didn't put his foot down and stand up for the players. We didn't get to see the best players play in the Olympics last year. And uh, there's there's still no bright side in terms of uh, seeing the best and best play in terms of playing for their country. That, that That's the biggest thing I have against uh, Bettman and the, the owners, whatever. Fucking fired up that you said that, Joel. Okay, I was talking to a buddy at work today, and he was saying, oh, I saw this clip of some guy from, uh, the, I think it was like the VHL or something, and he was wearing number 99. That's so disrespectful to Wayne Gretzky. Do you think this fucking, do you think this fucking, 25-year-old kid playing AHL of Russian hockey gives a flying fuck about Wayne Gretzky that was born in Russia. He doesn't give a fucking shit. But I'll tell you what, if you want to fucking grow the league internationally in Europe and there's some revenue there, how about we tap into that market? Get the fucking best players in the world and the fucking best players from your league showing up to the goddamn Olympics, okay? If you're growing up in fucking Chechnya, yeah, I'm sure you have fucking dreams of playing in the NHL. You know, it's a, it's definitely one of the the best league in the world. But let's face it, are you that invested in flying overseas? No, I can make a nice living playing hockey here. Make this fucking sport mean as shit. Look at what the NFL is doing. They're playing fucking, what do they got, like three or four games in Germany this year? They played London last year. They're, they're growing the sport internationally. That should be the fucking model. And you know where it starts? And obviously it's a bad comparison with the NFL because obviously they're not in the Olympics. But you're lucky enough that you are in the Olympics. Your sport is an Olympic sport, and it's loved all around the fucking world, man. I've watched a lot of European, fucking DEL, Liga, Swedish HL, Osvenskin, fucking the France Leagues, fucking uh, IHL in England. There's so much fucking Bulgarian League, obviously KHL, VHL, MHL. There's so much hockey around the goddamn world. And if you're sitting there and just passing up on those fans and those revenue, that's your own fucking fault, man. I got no sympathy for these fucking guys, man. They shoot themselves in the foot every time they go to take a shit. It's okay, Talon. Uh, the, the NHL will be playing preseason games in Australia next year. That'll that'll make you feel better. <laughs> and, and, I, and I know this is no comparison whatsoever, but like, if you're not going to go to the Olympics, they definitely should have last year. Completely agree. Huge missed opportunity. At least continue that World Cup of Hockey. They started in 2016. It was it was exciting before the season in September. I mean, but, but was, no bullshit. But, like, best but, of Europe or but, North no, America. But, okay, but still, but have like at least show some effort to have something. Do that every two years. Do that every so many years. If you're not going to the Olympics, to have something where the players can play for their country, and you know, casual fans like the World Baseball Classic. Casual baseball fans watch that because every game meant something. 
Even if, if there's no, game. even if there's no Russia, we we can still have a, a good competitive uh, thing. I mean, it'll <laughs> be an asterisk. It'll be an we'll asterisk. Have, we'll have like a, Russia's uh, have, have a Western European team and, and an Eastern European team. No, <laughs> but but you, you know what? Never, guys, how about that summit series? Let's go. But if you're not gonna do it, fucking don't sit there and tell me that this the fucking league's in the best shape it's ever has been. Don't fucking piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. That's All right, it. let's finish it up. I want to watch the fucking right, selfie. We're off the rails here. HGP fuck fuck challenge. We're going into it here. Uh, current standings. A little bit of a flip flop going on here. Oh hell, hell yeah. yeah! Let's go. Peasant surprising. Marvel Bolt. Fucking hair. He went to uh go. I don't know. Try and fuck the lady bunny or something. We already passed him. Uh, first place for current puck. Points available to his bankroll. We got Mr. Joel Meyer, 594 puck bucks and 28 puck cents. Uh, he currently has a record of 14 and 30, <laughs> down 338 puck bucks and 22 cents. In second, you got yours truly sitting here with 570 puck bucks and 46 puck cents. Uh, a record of 15 and 23, down 306 puck bucks and 93 puck cents. 18, 23. Okay. 18 and 23. 20, what did I say? 15? Don't do you short, 15. bud. This is, I gotta zoom in on this fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the, on the tail, but not too far off, we got Mr. Ryan Gilbert, 398 puck bucks and 42 puck cents available, a record of 17 and 28, uh, down 486 puck bucks and 58 cents. Ryan, before we get into this, what happened here? What happened is your bad Leafs fucked me and bad, bad background bad management. management. Yeah. And, and also, it doesn't exist. It's Bad not a thing. thing. Yeah. There, there, there's no puck buck bankroll. Okay, mister. Put but, it all on uh, Connor McDavid and Tim goal score. Which uh, fucking saved your ass last year, to be honest. Yeah. That was a bad example. It was, yeah, it was the two Canadian teams, actually. The, the Leafs and the Oilers. I, I counted on them to, to bounce back, and they did not. What did you learn? I, le- sucks. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I learned some, some uh, puck buck bankroll management there, I guess. Let's go. Uh, all right, Mr. Management. You know what? Right. You're going to have to hold it. Because I'm throwing to the leader. The leader that's been waiting to be the leader and waiting to get thrown to. Jolie! What do you got? Kick us off on the HGP PPC podcast fuck fuck yeah. challenge. I'm, I'm only leading in terms of uh, not doing as bad as you two, just because uh, <laughs> I've been scaling back my unit sizes all all fucking uh playoffs here oh, for, for the record, I, I have the amount risked so far uh joel has risked the least at 950 uh talon has risked 1500 i have risked 2000 puck bucks I wonder why, fuck. Our numbers for the first fucking two weeks we did this oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i'm that's talking about bad bookkeeping by uh by yours truly <laughs> that's, why you not, that, that's why i'm not accounting <laughs> couldn't count yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's why I was only betting like five, 10, 15 bucks. Uh, whereas fucking Ryan's 190 bucks. Oh, are serious? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love the, I love the attitude. Go big, go, go, go big or go home. But, uh, whatever. Um, got turtle, turtle, you know, slow, slowly Just wins the race. Whatever, whatever the f- okay, fine. <laughs> We're going Martin Natchez over Sam Pettit. Shots on goal for the series. Minus 115, 15 puck bucks in that. Canes are going to dominate the five and five. They're going to dominate the pressure. Going to dominate the five and five play. So I, I like this. And Natchez has been awesome in terms of uh, getting shot chances. And uh, yeah, putting 15 puck bucks on that one. Uh, hints over Stone points for the series minus 135, 20 puck bucks on that one. 
Uh, Hintz is playing absolutely excellent. And on the top line there, he's, he's going to be great. Robertson, I expect to bounce back, uh, produce more effectively, whereas Stone has been laboring a lot. I think that he's dealing with a, a big injury, which is why he slowed down in the second half of that series against the Oilers, which leads me to my next bet. Jason Robertson, Conn Smythe, 25 to 1, five puck bucks on that one. This guy has been uh, snake bit, I think. Uh, he's also might be a little bit injured, but uh, he, he he's getting his chances. He's just not getting the right bounces. He's not he's not right in the right positions. He's still playing very well defensively. He's not turning the puck over, so I think that he's, he's 90%, which is all you can expect from a guy in the playoffs this late in the series, this late in the playoffs. So yeah, twenty-five to one for Robertson at Conn Smythe, five to one, or uh, five buck bucks on that. Uh, I think that this guy is is he was what he, he, third or fourth in terms of goal scoring in the regular season. I do expect that to regress in the playoffs here. You usually get a few. So uh, best uh, best forward for the Stars. I love this bet. Uh, you could find this at thirty-one or better at other spots. But uh, yeah. For these purposes, we're going with 25 to 1. And finally, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite boy, we're going once again to Brent Burns, Conspire, 22 to 1, two and a half buck bucks. One more little bet in this guy. This guy is the beast. I'm basically betting on, on uh, Pavelski and Burns to win the Conspire. Uh, the old Sharks, like, uh, the fucking Sharks are a bunch of scumbags and uh, useless team in terms of their playoff performances and always choked in the playoffs but uh when found at different teams with better environments with like the stars and the hurricanes i think these guys can find success so once again burns con smythe 22 to 1 two and a half pop bucks bet this shit all right uh i've learned nothing because i'm adding more to my carolina uh, <laughs> series features here with the carolina to win game one and the series don't go to the puck 50 bank. uh 25 on on that uh then i have a Ford, Sebastian Ajo to score three or more goals in the series at plus 110 for 25 puck bucks. You know, he's, he's their best player. Could could be their kind of candidate. I think could be able to pot a few within within four plus games. Same thing for Matthew Kachuk, three plus goals, minus 115 for 30 puck bucks. I think he's able to pot a few there as well. Then in the Western Conference, uh, Eichel to score three or more goals, minus 130, also for 30 puck bucks. And then Jason Robertson, three or more goals, uh, minus 115 for 30 puck bucks. And finally, added the Hurricanes Panthers game one first period under one and a half at plus 105 for 25 puck bucks. I was kind of surprised that uh, under was at plus odds. So I, I like that. Over in that game? Over. Bet the over. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so uh, Knights on the series minus 135 at 60 puck bucks here. Uh, I I like the Knights. I've liked the Knights for a while here. I'm going back on it. Me and my boy Muda, let's fucking go here. Uh, Florida. That's <laughs> <laughs> Florida 20 game one on the money line 30 puck bucks here uh, they these this team literally crushed my dreams they crushed my spirit they they crushed the heart of an entire fucking city so uh, I I can't fade them here they, uh, let's do it again let's go Panthers with you and your fucking shitty no fans uh, and then Vegas money line game one uh, minus 125 30 puck bucks as well here if I like the team to win the series. You know, I like him to win game one here. So let's go fuck the stars. Ottinger's fucking shit. He's not, though. But, you know, fuck it. Give me the Knights. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. I want to yeah. fucking Boston Rock, Rocks, Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, boys. That pretty much wraps up. Anything else you want to add here before we get our fucking going? Or are we good? Nope. Oh, um, 
Cameron Smith, PGA. No, Kepka, Cameron Young. Plus two. Cameron Young. Got plus two thousand. What do you cool. got? You got nothing? I haven't. Looked yeah, I haven't even looked. I'm gonna probably gonna come do on. It's Wednesday show night. Tonight. It's fucking nine thirty four your time. <laughs> you know how busy my fucking day's been. Okay, uh, I've been mad. I'm ready to get back into golf. I haven't bet golf in like a month, so I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking psyched. I'll, I'll I'll save it for the end. It's okay. Go ahead. All right, all right. Here we go to the sports gaming podcast. Every question. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got hockey playoffs. They're absolutely fucking sick. Is any? Do you guys? Is anything going on in basketball, Joel? Are your Nuggets still in? Is Hell that yeah, oh. man. Up one and nothing against the fucking Lakers. Fuck those scumbags. Fuck LeBron. They're fucking useless shit. They have no bench. They got nothing against Jokic. Jokic is going to fucking dominate. He's the best player in the league. He should have been the MVP. Fuck the Lakers. Not the finals. The semifinals? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, tons of stuff going on. Obviously, we got baseball. Ryan said his uh, baseball is just smooth sailing, baby. That's always good to hear. Uh, what else do we got? We got fucking MMA. We got NASCAR. We don't got F1 this week because a bunch of Italians don't know how to swim. A uh, bunch of other. We got golf, PGA, championship, holy shit. We just talked about it. I haven't looked into it, but I'm still fired up. I'll be posting some pics maybe in the Discord later tonight, so be sure to keep an eye out for that uh, tomorrow by the time you hear this. Uh, either way, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find all the information at the SGPN website. Be sure to check it out. Uh, read the articles. Tons of love goes in the articles, man. A lot of hard work. Be sure to listen to the other shows as well. Check out Ryan's other show, Baseball Money is Fake, with him and Blake. Those guys absolutely do an awesome job, so be sure to take a nice listen to that. Uh, and yeah, man, fucking just have a good old time on the website. I don't know. Probably, like, probably not porn on there, but there's got to be some good shit you can find out. Uh, <laughs> ah, what am I missing? Ryan, do the other uh, shit. Yeah, uh, on the website, I wrote at Eastern Conference. Discord. Discord, Discord yeah, SG.com. It's support system, all that good stuff in there. It's free. Get a, a Morse code to, to Joel or whatever. Uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, Hockey Gaming Podcast on Apple. Spotify, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And, uh, yeah, I'll have Eastern Conference Final Preview article is out on SportsGamingPodcast.com. We'll have a Western Conference Final Preview. I mean, it's going to be the same thing I said on the show. So but give me a click, and I will have a... Uh, one con smite long shot for each team that'll be out sometime on thursday oh yeah now if you are trying to find us on discord like i said you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter you can also reach out to the hgpn on twitter or you can try and carve some uh some hieroglyphs into a wall anywhere near the coast <laughs> hail pharaoh be sure to get that to you Ram and carve seems. script underneath and put you in the right direction uh, all right, everybody. My name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Tal underscore Jenkins94. You can also find me like a fucking the Predator and Predator 2 and Danny Glover is walking into my fucking spaceship underneath the fucking streets of Los Angeles. And what are you going to find in that spaceship? You're going to find the skull of Gary Bettman right next to the skull of fucking piece of shit Corgi right next to the skull of Sergei Bobrovsky. Oh, no, you won't. Why you got to root it? No, he's a, he's a Dubas guy. Sheldon Keith. I'm a Dubas. I'm a Keith guy, too. We're not getting into this. Bring Hold it on. back. You're ruining my Bring it back. everybody. Bring the exact same team back. With the exact Austin team. Matthews. I, Austin Matthews, yes. He can come, too. <laughs> Fuck you. You ruined my bit. <laughs> um, I'm I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. Joel Meyer, you can find me betting... Uh, Follow my principles of uh, not taking these super favorites, and we're going to go with the 
The longer shots of Victor Hovland, 35 to 1. Fitzpatrick, 32 to 1. Cameron Young, 32 to 1. And uh, Cameron Smith, 35 to 1. Give me this fucking dog. Give me a fucking dog. And Sam Burns, 45 to 1. That's a good one, too. <laughs> Fuck the babes. We're going American now. Go underdogs. Peace.